What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome back to the Daily Drives. This is your host, Jason Cremines, the one and only, <laughs> the official. That's right. So, hey, thank you very much, guys, for uh, sharing my podcast and inviting other people to come listen. I'm starting to gain a little bit of ground. I'm, I'm up to like uh, 11 listeners now on that last podcast, so thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, so... I would really appreciate if you keep doing that for me. It would it would really mean a lot to me. Um, so uh, make sure you also follow me on like Instagram at the official Jason Cremines, uh, on Facebook Jason Cremines Rocks. I'm on Twitter at Cremines Jason, and I'm on Periscope at Jason Cremines. Make sure you you check me up. Hit me up on Snapchat as well. I'm a Jason Cremines on Snapchat, so I try to make it easy for you. Um, if you can't find any of those things, just Google Jason Cremines, C-R-E-M-E-A-N-S. So, that's how you get me. Um, also want to give a quick shout-out to uh, my buddy Jeremy over at the Good Vibes uh, podcast. Make sure you go listen to that guy. He, he talks about all kinds of different little things. A lot of it's just a positive motivation type of thing, and some of it is you know sports. He talks about some sports. He talks about music talks about uh, wrestling, if you're into, you know, the world wrestling entertainment, uh, sports entertainment, that kind of thing, he talks about that stuff, um, but uh, super cool guy, fairly short podcast, so you can listen to him without, you know, like me, you probably have to listen to me over like the course of three days, because it's like two hours or something, I'll, I'm trying to keep him under an hour from now on, so just so you know, uh, but that's all for the housekeeping, so I hope everybody's doing well. I hope since the last time I talked to you that you were able to make a positive impact on someone's life, um, whether that is, you know, handing the guy panhandling a bottle of water um, or, you know, offering some words of wisdom or, you know, just helping an old lady across the street. I don't care, man. Just as long as you do something every day to contribute to the world, uh, I think that that is a big thing that we're lacking today in this day and age. People just don't help other people out without expecting something in return, you know? Uh, So today, I want to talk a little bit about that, about just just being a good person. (laughs) So for those of you who are like, I'm I'm already a good person, Jason. You don't have to listen to this, but I would invite you to stick around because I think that sometimes we think we're a good person, or at least that we're, we're being a good person, and, and maybe we don't realize that there's a, there's a little bit more we could do, you know? Um, so I want to start off by, by telling you a story. And, and it's, it's a true story, so it's, it probably has happened to you a million times. Um, and it goes like this. So I go to the grocery store, and I go in, I get my food, my groceries. I, I come back out, and I go to load my groceries into my cart. Well... Or into my car. Somebody, uh, <laughs> somebody left their grocery cart right next to the cart corral where you're supposed to return the carts. Like, and when I say right next to it, I mean it was practically touching it, but sitting on the outside. So literally just a few inches away from where it was supposed to be. Now, I decided, all right, I think that's a dick move. So I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to post it on, at the time it was Facebook, I'm going to post it on Facebook, and I'm going to say, if you do this, I secretly hate you. So it's kind of like, I, I made this little post about um, how I think people are douchebags if they if they do this. Well, wouldn't you know, the excuse train pulled up 
with all the comments, well, how do you know that that person wasn't nine months pregnant? Okay, you're right. That person could have been nine months pregnant and still walked her fat ass another six fucking inches to put that cart back into the, put the cart into the cart corral. I'm sorry, that's a lousy excuse. She's, she's eight and a half months pregnant. She's about to pop. Well, if there's nobody there helping her grocery shop, shame on them anyway. Eight and a half months pregnant. If my wife's eight and a half months pregnant, she's not going to the grocery store by herself. I'm going with her, or I'm sending at least one of my kids. So that way, they can return the cart <laughs> when they're done shopping. You know, they can help her load things into the car, get things out of the car, put things into the cart, reach the tall stuff if she can't, reach the low stuff. We all know, like, dude, eight and a half months pregnant, she can't bend over, right? Common sense, people. Uh, and then the next thing uh, that I saw a comment was, well, this creates jobs. If people didn't do this, then we wouldn't have any use for cart pushers. Are you serious? The job already exists. They already have cart pushers. The cart pushers job is to go out in the freezing cold and snow and everything else, collect all the carts from the cart corrals and bring them back into the building so that people can grab them as they need them on the way in. So you're not creating any jobs. The job already exists. You're just making someone else's job more difficult than it already is. In addition to that, not just making somebody's job more difficult, right? You're also causing problems for other people in the parking lot. For example, if somebody wanted to park in the parking space where you left your damn cart, they either can't or they have to stop their car, get out, move the cart, and then park. A lot of hazards going on there, right? So stopping in the middle of the parking lot to pull a cart out of a parking space you're going to get people behind you that are pissed off, people in front of you that are pissed off. You're going to be blocking traffic. People are stupid. They're, they're aggravated already because they're going to Walmart or Kroger or whatever. So they have to deal with the big crowd and that kind of thing. But you, you uh, stop in the middle of the parking lot, and now you're causing somebody to have to either stop or go around you or wait or whatever. And even though that shouldn't be a big deal, it usually is. Somebody's going to throw a fit about that. Also, leaving your car out in the middle of the, uh, the parking lot like that is, is, you know, as soon as a nice gust of wind comes through, that car's going to get blown one way or another. It could get blown right out into the middle of the parking lot where somebody could easily be driving through and smash it over with their car or it could hit somebody else's car, leaving some marks and things like that. So there's so many different things, so many different problems that you've caused by not taking that extra four steps and putting the cart back in the cart corral. So that's, you're causing hazards for people, so it's dangerous. Uh, you're being rude by not returning the cart where it's supposed to go. Uh, you're making someone's job more difficult. I mean, why can't you just put the cart in the cart corral? I'll tell you why, because you're lazy. That's why. You're lazy, you think that your time is more important than anybody else's in the world, that what you have to do is the most important thing in the world in comparison to anyone else, that you really, basically, you should be the center of the universe. Everything that there is should revolve around you. That's what you think. That's how you feel. 
And if you say, Jason, I've done that before, and that's not, I don't feel that way, then think about that for a minute. When you're driving down the road, and there's somebody in front of you going 25 and a 25, but you want to go 30 or 35, are you pissed? Are you honking at him? Are you trying to get around him? Or are you just like, that's cool, I'm going to stay back three car lengths, so I have plenty of room to stop in the event something crazy happens, you know, a deer, a child. A, a, a basketball, whatever, right? Think about that. I mean, which one of those people are you? If you're the guy that puts his cart back, thank you. I appreciate it. I know that, you know, little old ladies going to the grocery store by themselves, they appreciate it because they can pull into their parking space without having to try to get out of the car and move a cart. So I know they appreciate it. I know your cart pushers appreciate it. The baggers and whatever, whoever does the pushing of the carts that particular day, they're going to appreciate it. Their job's a lot easier. They're going to go out, grab the carts, off from the cart corral, and they're going to take them back in, and everything moves accordingly. Everything's just a nice, well-oiled machine. You know, it's just everything just works when people do what they're supposed to do. So that's my first story. And I, I made a lot of comments back and forth until I just stopped because obviously you're not going to convince people um, that aren't good people to be good people. It's just not going to happen. They have to find out for themselves that what they're doing is, is, is going to come back to haunt them eventually because it will. It will come back to haunt you. Um, I have one episode of my podcast that I talked about garbage in, garbage out. You know, that's like... What that is, is basically, you know, the, the bad things that you put out into the world. You know, when you say something like, oh, I hope that guy freaking, I hope his tire blows on his way to work. You know, that kind of stuff, you know. You may be like, I'm just, well, I was just joking. Yeah, but you put that kind of stuff out there, that's, that's the kind of stuff that comes back. Right, we've got to be positive. We've got to be cool to one another. We've got to stop thinking that, you know, there's no time to be, stop and be nice to somebody. You know, I don't, I don't want to hold this door for this person and let them go through before me because i got to get somewhere. I've got somewhere I've got to be. I'm running late. You know, we're always running late, man. We're always in a hurry to get where we're going. That's why we're always speeding. That's why we're flying through, um, you know, residential neighborhoods where you should be going 20, 25 miles an hour. You're going 35, 40 miles an hour because you got to hurry up and get to where you're going. Not thinking about all of the hazards that you pose to the folks around you. The people that you can see and the people that you can't see. So ask yourself, what kind of person am I? Am I, am I the kind of person that people trust and depend on and they can rely on and they look up to? And am I the kind of person that when people look at me, they think, man, what a nice guy or girl. What, a, what a, uh, a good person to be around. And that person really cares about people. Is that the kind of person you are? Because if not, why not? Is it really that hard to put your car back in the car corral? It's no different with everything else in life. That cart represents 
everything else that that person does in their life, okay? If you're the kind of person that you're going to take the cart, you're going to just set it in the middle of the parking lot and not just return it to the cart corral, you're probably also the kind of person that when you're walking through your, your warehouse at work, and you see trash on the floor, you, you just leave it, or you kick it under the, uh, you know, you kick it under a tray, or you kick it under the rug, or something, or you don't look, you don't even, you pretend you don't even see it, you just walk right by it. But I bet you, if your boss was walking with you, you'd pick that shit up, right? The truth is that it's what we do when people aren't looking that defines who we truly are. Right, So you have to decide who you are, who you want to be. You know, well, I am who I am and I can't change that. No bullshit. You can change anything that you want about yourself. You can, be, you can completely reinvent yourself if you want, if you choose to. And if you're thinking, well, that's not authentic bullshit, that's, that's living with purpose. That's, that's saying, hey, this is the person that I want to be. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good son. And you're taking the actions, the steps necessary to be that person, to be a good father, to be a good husband. To be a good husband, it's pretty simple. You don't cheat on your wife. You don't mess with other people. You talk to your wife. You genuinely care how her day was. You take care of her. She needs something, you get it done for her. You show her that you can, that you, you can be trusted. You know, you, you set your phone down on the coffee table and watch her pick it up and you just sit back all relaxed because you're not a douchebag. You're not worried about what she's going to find in your phone because there's nothing to hide. That's how you be a good husband. It's not that, it's not that hard. Guys, it's not that hard. Listen, if you're single and you're in the dating game right now, if you're a guy seeking out a girl or a girl seeking out a girl, it is so easy right now to impress a woman. Why? Because guys are douchebags. <laughs> That's the truth. They're not good people. They pretend to be because they want to get into the panties. And once they get into the panties, who cares? Right? It's over. So, to be a good date, it's pretty simple. Use words like, please, thank you, my pleasure... Huh, I like that one. We'll talk about that in more in a second. So, uh, you also do things like open the door for your date. Here, walk in ahead of me. Here you go. Let me hold the door for you. You think I'm cheesy? You think that this is stuff that I don't do for my wife? You're crazy. You're crazy. Ask her. She will tell you. If she says, I need something from the grocery store, but I don't feel like going... Dude, she knows I hate the grocery store. She knows I don't like going shopping. She knows the last thing I want to do is go to Walmart on a Sunday afternoon. I'm not interested. I do not want to go. Home Depot, Lowe's, some place where they have a bunch of barbells and shit. Yeah, I'll go there. Let's go shopping there. 
grocery store, forget about it. But she also knows that if she says, I need something from the grocery store, I don't feel like going, would you please go get it, that I would absolutely drop what I'm doing and go to the grocery store for my wife because that is being a good husband. Oil change for a car, I take care of that stuff. Even though she can do it on her own, <laughs> I still do it. I do it for her because that's what I do. I'm a husband. She needs someone to talk to. Guess who she talks to? Me. Does she have other friends? Of course she has other friends. And she talks to them too. But when it really comes down to some needing some really good one-on-one time, she knows that she can count on me. She can come to me and we'll talk about whatever it is that she needs to talk about. Sometimes it's not about talking at all. Sometimes it's just about sitting there and holding her, you know, like, hey, I'm not having a good day. I su- she suffers from anxiety, so I'm not having a good day, and I just, I, just need, I just need you. Okay. That's being a good husband. Calling and saying, hey, is it cool? The guys want to go after work, grab a couple of beers at the pub down the street. Is that cool, or is there something that I need to do? That's just common courtesy. Right? It's just being nice. It's being a nice person. It's being a good person. It's not that hard to be a good dad either. You know? It's really not. Love your kids. Pay attention to your kids. Hang out with your kids. Help them with their homework. Make jokes with your kids. Teach your kids what you're learning. The things that you've learned. The things that are important to you. My son, he's a little entrepreneur. He's going to be a lot like his daddy because, you know, he he has this game that he plays. It's something, I don't even know the name of it. I mean, I do, but I keep forgetting because I don't care. And, you know, other people that play this game would like to watch walkthroughs, as he calls them, of this particular game. But nobody, none of the YouTubers, all the famous YouTubers, you know, Jack Septicai and, and uh, Markiplier and all those guys, they're not doing walkthroughs of this particular game. So, E-Man, he saw, I will be right back after this next stop. Okay, I'm back. All right, so, E-Man sees a need, fills a need. You know, he's, long story short, he wants to um, record himself doing, you know, playing through this game. I'm putting it on his YouTube channel so that, other people can watch him do so because he likes to watch that kind of thing and there's a lot of people out there that like to do that so that's what he's doing and uh when he came to me and told me this he immediately thought that i was going to shut him down right because when you know part of being a good parent is sometimes having to make your kid do things that they don't want to do well they my my son loves to be on his phone but the problem with him being on his phone is that he's not putting any you know like doing anything of any value he's not he's not building any value for himself uh, or for anyone else typically when he's on his phone um, it makes him kind of stupid <laughs> you know he completely forgets about things like you know homework and chores and things like that he just completely forgets about them which you and I probably did when we were kids too you know what I mean um, but he immediately expected me to shut him down on this, but instead I supported the project. I said, hey, man, it's a great idea. Um, I like what you're doing. I like the fact that you are 
trying to start your own business at, you know, 11 years old. So I'm all about it. Uh, instead of, you know, meeting him with resistance, I embraced the idea and, and I said, let me help you out with this. So uh, what we did was we, I, met, I had him make a sign that says do not disturb that he can put on his door of his bedroom so that nobody comes in when he's recording, you know, that kind of thing. We talked to the family, let everybody know what was happening uh, so that when they see that sign on his door, if they're going to be a good person, then they'll make sure that they're not making a lot of noise outside of his bedroom or knocking on his door or just walking in. Uh, and starting to talk, knowing that he's recording. So, you know, it doesn't take much to be a good father. So we went over good husband, good father, a good neighbor. It doesn't take much to be a good neighbor either. Especially, like, if you have neighbors that live close to you, like I do, I'm, I'm 10 or 15 feet from each of my neighbors, uh, then you have no choice but to... Uh, you know, kind of be involved in their lives sometimes, even though you don't necessarily want to be, because you're you're right there, you're right next door, right? So, being a good neighbor is sometimes just a matter of leaving someone alone. You know, if you have somebody that lives next door to you or across the street from you, and they don't like to be bothered, then don't bother them. But that being said, if you have somebody that lives next door to you, and maybe it's uh, an elderly person, and there's six inches of snow on the ground and they're out there trying to shovel the snow off of their sidewalk or, you know, or even off their driveway. Maybe they got to go somewhere later that day. Maybe you help them out, you know. I know it's time out of your day. I also know that it's work, you know. It's physical labor, which is not always easy to do, Uh, not for most of us anyway. For some of us it's awesome, but for most of us it's not cool. So, uh, even though it's time out of your day and it's hard work, it's also time out of your neighbor's day and hard work for your neighbor. And maybe it's not as hard for you as it is for your neighbor. If you're 39 years old and your neighbor's 79 and you're not offering to shovel their sidewalk or their driveway for them, why not? I mean, is your... You're, what you're doing so important that you can't take that time out of your day to be cool to your neighbor? And if so, why? I mean, come on. It's not that difficult. Not that, not that hard to be a good neighbor, right? So what about being a good friend? We talked about being a good husband, you know, spouse, uh, being a good father, being a good neighbor. And what about being a good friend? To me, being a good friend is simply being accountable. And Well, not being accountable, but being, being uh, trustworthy. And being loyal, that, that's a good friend. Somebody that, you know, you might not talk to them for three months because you guys are both busy, you know. Your friends got their, they have their job and, and their family and their whatever that they have to, to do that they're doing all day and, and every day and, and whatnot. And then you have your things that you're doing, you know. So you can't expect someone to drop everything that they're doing just to say hi to you just as much as they can't expect you to drop everything that you're doing just to say hi to them. So I have a friend, Bobby, he's my best friend. We've been friends since we were in, in grade school. And, uh, you know, there's, there's times where I don't hear from Bobby for two or three months and vice versa. But when he wants to call and say hi or I want to call and say hi, we just do so. And neither of us are upset with one another. We haven't talked to each other in a while or whatever. It's just no big deal. It's like we just picked up where we left off, you know. 
So being a good friend is pretty easy. Sometimes your friend just needs someone to listen to them when they're having a hard day or a hard, a hard time, a, a problem. Um, someone to give them advice, to be honest with them, to, to just, you know, let them know, hey, if you're screwing something up, look, man, you're screwing this up, and this is how, I, this is, this is how you're screwing this up. This is how you can change it. This is what you can do differently. You know, it doesn't take much to be a good friend. It really doesn't. Um, just be loyal and somebody that, that can be dependent on, you know, somebody that can be, that can be counted on. That's it. That's all you got to do. You do that, you're a good friend, you know. Um, so to be a good person in general, as we've talked about so far, it really isn't that difficult a thing to do, to be a good person, to be nice to other people. Yet, we, every single day, run into assholes. Every single day. If you leave your house, you're running into an asshole. Am I right? I mean, I would be willing to bet that if there's 11 people listening to this, that 10 and a half of you (laughs) have experienced this phenomenon. You leave your house, you find an asshole. It's just how it works. Right. So if it's so easy to be a good person and a nice person, then why aren't more people doing it? Why are we constantly thinking that we are so much better than the next person? I'm, I'm going to tell you. Like, my friend Bobby, we talked about, he likes to play video games. He doesn't have, he's not married. He doesn't have any children. He's a single guy. He lives in a, a small little studio efficiency apartment in you know downtown Columbus, a little high-rise building down there. Um, he he has a job where he probably makes like 12 bucks an hour. He's not rich. He'll never be rich, you know, as far as money is concerned. He's never going to be extremely successful financially. Uh, but he does pay his bills. He has good credit. He drives a new car, um, and he plays video games, and he smokes all the pot that he wants, and he smokes cigarettes, and he, he does what he wants, when he wants. He's probably my most successful friend, and he makes less than any of my other friends. So success doesn't have to be, you know, how much money you make, right? He is living the dream. He is the guy that is literally doing what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to live that dream, but he's already doing it, so he's kicked its ass. But... It doesn't stop him from being a good person. A lot of times he has people that start working where he works and, and it's an entry level position. They don't make a lot of money, eight, nine, ten bucks an hour to start or whatever. And uh, a lot of times, you know, they're young and they're just getting started out in life and they'll need a place to stay for a few days. So Bobby will open up his home. Yes, it's a studio apartment, so it's not even a one bedroom. And it's one big room and a bathroom and a kitchen. That's it. But he'll make room in his tiny little spot for somebody to come and hang out for a couple weeks if they need a place to stay. That's being a good person. That's why Bobby's successful, because he's good to everybody that he sees. Anybody needs something, if he can help them out, he'll help them out. If he can't, he just won't. I mean, it's just the way it is. He helps himself first, which is what you got to do. Like when you're in the airplane... And the, you know, uh, cabin pressure drops and the oxygen masks fall from the ceiling. You're supposed to put your mask on before trying to help other people, right? Because 
if you try to help somebody else and you, you got them hooked up, but now you can't breathe and you're you're a little disoriented, you can't find your now you're not able to help yourself. So help yourself first and then help your neighbor, then help your friend, then help your coworker, whatever. Right? Get your shit straight and then you're able to help other people. And when you help other people, that that gets reciprocated in one way or another. That's me honking at somebody because they're an asshole. Like I said, you run into them every day. You're on the road, you're driving down the road, you're going the speed limit, some jerk is right on your ass. You know what I do? I take my foot off the gas. I'm going 55, the speed limit's 55, this guy's on my ass. I'm taking my foot off the gas, my car slowly slows down, they get closer and closer and closer, then they realize that they're going slower than they want to go, and they eventually either go around me or they slow down. Either way, I'm creating distance between me and that car because that guy's an asshole. That person thinks that where they have to go, what they have to do, what's going on in their life is more important than anything else going on in anyone else's life. We've got to stop this, guys. We have got to stop thinking that what we have going on is more important than anything else. Jason, I'm on my way to a funeral. Yeah, you're right. But is that more important? than everything else that's going on in the world. Is it more important? Is it important for you to get to that funeral? Yes, it is. Does that mean that you need to fly down the road or you need to ride people's ass? No. You can still be a good person and get to your funeral. Okay? You cannot give me one scenario where I'm going to say, yeah, it's okay to be a complete asshole to somebody. Not one. And I know you're sitting here thinking about all of them. And if you're sitting here thinking about all the scenarios where you would need to be an asshole, then maybe that's, that's the problem right there. What if, instead of you sitting around thinking about all the situations that would force you to be a jerk to somebody, somebody that you don't know or somebody that you know, instead of thinking about why you would need to be a jerk, think about, in that same scenario, how you could pull it off without being a jerk. For example, driving down the road, you're going the speed limit, somebody's riding your ass, you could be a jerk and slam on your brakes, right, and hope that they smash into you so that they can buy you a new car. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that bullshit. It doesn't work that way, so you know. But anyway, so you could be a jerk and just slam on your brakes. You know that guy's going to hit you, or girl. You know the car behind you is going to hit you. If they're four inches from you, you're going 60 miles an hour and you slam on your brakes. They're going to hit you. Did you teach them a lesson? Yeah. But what else did you do? You effed your car up. You effed their car up. You, uh, you know, very easily could have put somebody late for work. Uh, now you've involved the police. You've involved, you know, an ambulance probably, maybe even a fire truck. So you're taking all of these resources away from where they should be because you decided that you wanted to be a jerk because this guy's being a jerk. Now, the way to remedy that, same situation, someone's riding your ass, instead of slamming on your brakes, you just let off the gas. Your car will slow down, 
they will start to slow down, closing that gap. And obviously, that once that gap starts to get too close, they're going to get nervous. They don't want to hit you. They're just being a jerk. So they're going to either A, slow down and create some distance, or B, they're going to go around you, which again, creates some distance. That does exactly what you want, which is them to get off your ass. And it also does exactly what they want, which is allows them the opportunity to get around you and to go faster to wherever it is that they're going. Because you're not going to pull over and have a conversation with this person and explain to them that they're being uh, reckless with their vehicle. Not going to happen, right? Uh, plus, if you try to pull somebody over, that's a completely different, a whole new set of hazards to deal with, right? A whole new set. So instead of being a dick and honking and screaming at somebody or flipping them off or, or whatever, just take your foot off the gas. They'll go around you eventually. Well, they won't. They might get pissed off at you and scream and yell and holler, but what are they going to do? They're in a car. You're driving down the road. Just keep going. Right? Be a good person. Be the bigger person and just go. All right? Just go. Let them be mad. It's, they're going to get over it. They're not going to ruin my day. I guarantee you that. So, we talked about being a good husband or spouse, uh, a good father or parent, um, a good friend, a good neighbor. We've also talked about being good just out in public in general, just, just doing the right thing because it's the right freaking thing to do. So I'm going to close with this. Um, because I don't want to spend a, a, a whole two or three hours on this. It should, be, it should be that simple. Really, I should have hopped on here. I should have said, listen, everybody, stop being assholes to each other, all right? And that could have been it. But I wanted to talk about it for a minute and give a few examples of where you can be a better person, whether you realize it or not. So I'm going to close with this. I don't believe in God. I'm not a religious man. I'm not a, I'm not a Christian. Um, the closest thing I could associate myself with as far as a religion would be concerned would be maybe, maybe pagan or, or Buddhist. I, I, you, you might be able to call me a Buddhist. I, I don't know. You know I, don't, I don't think so. I, I'm more of a, um, a you've got to help yourself kind of guy uh, before you can start helping other people. Then you help other people and that, that reciprocates in life. You know, you take care of, uh, you take care of people without expecting anything in return, things will get returned anyway. Whether it's from that person or from somebody else, the universe will reward you for good behavior. I promise you, you will be rewarded for good behavior. And likewise, you will be accordingly rewarded for bad behavior as well. In other words, you treat people like shit, people will in turn treat you like shit. So, uh, the reason I tell you that, that I'm not a religious person is because I went to church when I was a kid. You know, my parents had me going to church every Sunday, sometimes on Thursday or Wednesday or whatever that day was. I don't remember. Um, I'm pretty sure I was Southern Baptist growing up. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They all kind of blend in together. Uh, the way I look at religion, believe in God or don't believe in God, they all pretty much revolve around one thing they have one thing in common, whether you're Muslim, uh, you know, Jewish, or, or Catholic, or Christian, or Baptist, or non-denominational, or whatever. 
all religions revolve around one basic concept, and that basic concept is a four-letter word that we could use every single day to better the entire world. We could have literally the heaven that you read about could be right here on earth if we all revolved our lives around one four-letter word, love. Love your neighbor, love your family, love your friends, love people in general. Regardless of what a shitty day that guy is having that's riding your ass, the guy that's late to work right now, regardless of the kind of day that that guy's having, at the end of the day, that person's still a human being. They have problems just as big as yours, just as small as yours, just like you and me. They've got things going on in their life, and you don't know what those things are. We're so quick to judge people. Forget about judge. Stop judging people and start loving people. The one thing that I can take from religion, that we can all take from religion, is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Treat people the way that you would like for them to treat you. If you treat every single person that you meet the same way that you would like for them to treat you, I promise you, I promise you, guaranteed, it will be reciprocated. The universe will reward you. If you believe in God, then God will reward you. If you believe in Allah or Buddha or whatever, that you will be rewarded. These things will come back to you. Are bad things still going to happen? Yes, bad things just happen sometimes. There's nothing we can do about everything. You have to know the difference between the things that you can control and the things that you can't control. And what you can control is how you treat people. I'm going to challenge you this month. Uh, the month of April, starting on April Fool's Day, the very first day of April, next Sunday. I'm going to challenge you. Every day, the month of April, every single day, I want you to go out of your way to do a good thing for at least one person. Every single day, do something nice for someone. And do not expect something back. Do something out of the kindness of your heart. For a stranger, for a family member, for a friend for an enemy, for a co-worker, every single day. And then I want you to tell me at the, end of the, at the end of April, the 1st of May, I want you to tell me how you feel. Just how you feel in general, right? I'll bet you anything that when May 1st comes around, you're going to have a better attitude, you're going to feel better about yourself, you're going to find you're going to you're going to find that you have made another three friends, six friends, ten friends, thirty friends. Maybe you make a friend a new friend every day. But I guarantee you, you will have made a new friend. And I also guarantee you, beyond a shadow of doubt, that you will have found that by doing something good every single day you have made an impact in someone's life a positive impact you have influenced somebody in a positive way I promise you somebody is going to see what you're doing and they're going to want to do that too 
please follow me on Instagram at the official Jason Cremines on Instagram. Please follow me there. Um, if you don't do Instagram and you're on Facebook, I'm on there as well, Jason Cremines Rocks. I'm also on Twitter at Cremines Jason. Periscope at Jason Cremines. And I'm also Jason Cremines on Snapchat. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love for you to follow me and join me in this journey of mine to making the world a little bit better place. One podcast, one handshake, one follow, one person at a time. So until I see you next time, until I hear it from you again, be good to yourself and be good to others. This is The Daily Drives. I'm your host, Jason Cremines, and I'm out. Be good to yourselves and be good to each other. I'll see you next time.